Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Trigger warning. The following episode contains descriptions of graphic violence and adult language. Discretion is advised. I'm Danielle. I'm Max. And each Wednesday, we crack open a bottle of wine and dive into some thrills, chills, and spills. This is Innocent Till Tipsy. For the next couple weeks, if you don't mind, and if you guys don't mind, I'd like to go down my personal quarantine rabbit hole. I do not mind. (laughs) Okay. This is how I spent my time when I was, um, I guess, Disney World, we closed for two weeks. So, and then we just remained close (laughs) and then I was laid off for like almost a year until I was called back. So yeah, this is how I spent that time. It was diving in to the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard case. But wait, can I ask, like you went to sleep a normal person. And then you woke up the next morning (laughs) like that meme with Charlie day where he's connecting all everything. Yes. Yeah. So, um, made a bunch of like Depp head friends on Twitter. We just would sit and like dissect the court documents because he's been in and out of court for the last few years because of this mess, which is so nuts. Cause I thought I knew a little bit, which I don't. And now like this is passed down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Like, So what's upsetting to me is for people that don't know, if you just look at the mainstream media, you're not even getting half of the story. Like you're really not. And what's crazy is so many people have said to me, well, wasn't he just found guilty in the UK trial? Well, the UK trial was a libel trial. So it was actually not between Johnny and Amber. It was between Johnny and a tabloid newspaper um, called The Sun for slander, Slander. our bottle of wine. (laughs) Before we kick things off, let me pour you a glass. ahead. (laughs) But yeah, with that whole court case, what was crazy about it was he did lose it, but it was because the tabloid had the right to say that he was a wife beater. That's a very hard case to win for a a person in the public eye. Like if you are of a, you know what I mean? Like a public uh, figure. Yeah. Before Mm -hmm. we jump in, can you just give a quick recap for anyone that has not watched all of the, your Johnny Depp TikToks and not like because I know this may be the first time someone's even hearing of this. Yeah, so we're going to kind of dive into that as we go. This is just okay. like kind of my opening thing. Um, but um, yeah, so basically Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, um, they got divorced in 2016. Amber Heard filed for divorce first, and she got a restraining order citing that her husband had abused her throughout their relationship, not just during their marriage, okay? Yeah. Um, that they then released a joint statement together that Amber had dropped, you know, the restraining order and I'll, I'll read it later, the, the, their statement, but basically said that they had no hard feelings against the other. Neither had made false statements of, of abuse accusations, like to gain anything or anything like that. And that they were just parting ways, not amicably, but not, you know, parting ways. They're just parting ways. Yeah. Yeah. And then Amber in 2018 would write an op-ed, which is an opinion piece for the Washington post. And in that op-ed, she would say that she'd survived sexual violence. Um, I have the actual title like later in this episode, but she'd survived violence and then got um, the retribution like of the world, basically. And Johnny and his team were like, okay, lady, like (laughs) this is supposed to obviously be about Johnny no more. So he filed a lawsuit then concerning defamation and that lawsuit is still ongoing. This is going to be happening in April of this year that they're going to finally be facing off between the two of them. Yes. By 2020, there were actual recordings between the two of them that had knowingly been recorded by both of them. So they both knew that the other was recording and I'm not sure like which other was recording. I knew at one point when I was deep down the rabbit hole, <laughs> um, but you hear Amber in the recordings being the abuser. And that's when the tide started to shift, mm-hmm. when the media kind of started to tell a little bit of Johnny's side. However, that has never fully been 
dived into. And I'm not a hundred percent sure why, except that, especially with the UK trial, there was a lot of major heavy power players. So we had, he was riding against the Murdochs, which is the media sensation and all of that. They had ties to Elon Musk. Amber dated Elon Musk, and there's still something kind of fishy between her and Elon Musk. Apparently, one of her friends alleged that Amber Heard's mother, Paige, had said at one point they were fighting over uh, fertilized embryos that they'd created together. What? So I don't know if the validity of that statement, everything that I'm going to be talking about today is backed up by court documents from the United Kingdom trial. We're going to put those down in the description. I always encourage you all to do your own research, form your own informed opinion on things don't just read and by research i don't mean read tabloids (laughs) (laughs) even the hollywood reporter has done him dirty (laughs) so make sure you are actually looking at the court documents when you want to be like factual yeah factual exactly but anyways did you have something to tell me about this wonderful bottle of wine wine. Mm -hmm. yes let me tell you okay so this is an orange swift wine which Mm -hmm. um we know we like all types of orange swift wine but also um there's a couple of wines we haven't tried that I'm very excited to try, but this one is one of my favorites. Like I haven't, I've tasted it, but I haven't had a full glass though. So, You've um, tasted this one? I have, and I oh, didn't realize okay. it. That's why. Um, I was like, oh wait, this is Orange Swift. So if you're familiar with wines as we've, we're like, how many episodes in? I've lost 22, count. 22, 21, 22. Um, if you know of Papillon, it's like the knuckles, the knuckles tattoo one. Yeah. Um, or Prisoner, we've mentioned many, many times. Prisoner, I think, was um, part of or- the Orange Swift fa- family, and now it's its own thing of Prisoner mm. wines. Um, that's why when you search Orange Swift wines, Prisoner and all of its other things come Don't. up. Um, so let me tell you about this wine, though. So this is a Pinot Noir, and I do not think we've done a Pinot Noir before. Um, it's a $50 bottle, so it's on our upper end. It's very accessible, though. Like I mentioned, Orange Swift is... Um, like widely, widely distributed. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's take a drink and then tell me what you taste. Are we going to do the three sip rule? For sure. This one? Three sips. Oh okay. gosh, yeah, we I need the aerator. Well, I know. Well, this is a lot of, this is a, I poured a big glass this time. I was like, I know we're going to like this. So we're just going to go for a big glass. Oh, That's I smelled good. something first. Yep. Mm. You did? When I tell you, and then you drink it, you'll be like, Oh pff. yes. Strawberries. Oh, yeah. Does it smell like you're like just mm. like sniffing a carton of strawberries? Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. So everyone says I need this fruit wife, fruit wine in my life. Fruit um, wife. Yeah, fruit wife. <laughs> um, it's bright strawberry, candied cherries. And then it gets into weird stuff because I think that has to be, <laughs> I think that has to do with how it was made. But um, cr- like it tastes like crushed gravel, wet brick. No, what? No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I think that they mean like when they're talking about those types of things, it's like where the grapes came from and like oh. all of like the, dirt and soil and I I'm forget like what the wine like word is for that gravel. no it does not taste like gravel um uh and brushed violet but um I do taste mostly like cherry strawberry like the berry berries and it's got a little bit okay so yes and here also in the tasting notes um a vein of acidity it's a little bit acidic but it's yeah. not like like burn your throat. Well, it's funny you say that. I know all of our tastes are different, but that's kind of what I noticed first. But then again, huh. we've talked about this before with me. Yes. I want my throat to be burned. Yes. <laughs> that's why I drink Diet Coke. Like, <laughs> like, get it in my system. Oh my. So yeah. Yeah. So this is Slander. Yeah. $50 mm-hmm. and an orange swift wine. Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Um, I think 2018. Mm, yes. Uh-huh. Getting better at this wine thing. Her and her op-ed. Well, like I said, we need a big glass, so. Well, we're, we're going to drink this whole bottle. I can tell you that right now because we're about to go through a lot. So I wanted to touch on this case, but I thought in order to do it, I've never, on my TikTok, this is what I kind of got started doing was just diving into this case. I have never spoken about this instance and it was something that was highly requested at the time that I was talking about it, but then I kind of like took off for true crime. So I kind of started to focus on that with wanting to get into more YouTube like this yeah. videos for the Johnny Depp Amber Heard. Cause I think it deserves a, a long look at it. Um, so And if you're usually just here for our true crime content, um, make sure you stick around because this case isn't just celebrity gossip and it isn't a toxic relationship. A lot of people want to label it as like, and I hate that because it's like a male screams like abuse and they're like, well, he was kind of toxic. Like they weren't, they both toxic together. And I'm like, that's 
Ooh, uh, um, and this case has meant a lot to survivors of domestic violence like myself. I was talking about the Twitter community. A lot, like majority, I would say, of those people aren't Johnny Depp fans specifically. They're survivors of abuse that have been extremely upset by the fact that Amber supposedly made all of this up for her own gain. And we're going to kind of dive into that a little bit. Um, So in this episode, we're going to be looking at text messages, diving in emails, court documents, and all of that. Um, So I'm not going to give a full overview of the couple because unless you live under a rock, you know who Johnny Depp is. Yes. (laughs) So I just want to give some background on the past relationships that they've had outside of their own relationships that would be brought into these court cases later. Yeah, sure. (laughs) So Johnny was born John Christopher Depp on June 9th, 1963 in Owensboro, Kentucky. Amber Laura Heard was born April 22nd, 1986 in Austin, Texas. So they had the South in common for sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's a 23 year age ga- difference between them. I made sure to put that in because I had a feeling you were going to be like, what's the math Wait, on oh, that? <laughs> I know. Get out your calculator. Yes. <laughs> you, you always do that to me. You're always like, what do you think the math is on that? Like, I don't they? know. Yes. <laughs> now they wouldn't meet until early 2009 where Amber was cast in the rum diary which would come out in 2011. Now she was cast as Johnny's love interest in that film. She would go on in 2009 to appear at his public enemies premiere. Hmm. Both Johnny and Amber claim that the relationship initially was not romantic until the end of 2011. Now we will notice as we look at this case, Johnny and Amber's statements are never the same. Uh. <laughs> um, Amber says that during the filming of The Rum Diary, Johnny came on to her hardcore. Johnny says that he didn't come on to her hardcore and that it was kind of the other way around. Yeah. It's always a back... So we'll get into back that. Back and forth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, as Amber was married at that point in time to Taja Van Rie, I might be pronouncing her name wrong and I'm very sorry if I am. I'm trying my best. It's spelled T-A-Y-S-A. I'm going to go with Taja. Um, and so... Amber was married to Taja at that point in time that she met Johnny and Johnny was actually still in the longest partnership of his life. Still even to this day, which was Hmm. Vanessa Paradis. He was with her for 14 years, had his two babies with her. That's a long relationship for Hollywood. Really long relationship for Hollywood. (laughs) He would joke about how he didn't want to marry Vanessa because he didn't want to hurt her last name. (laughs) You don't have to do that. Paradis to Depp. (laughs) Oh Lord. Before his marriage to Amber, Johnny had been married once before to Lori Ann Allison who he married when he was just 20 years old and she was 25. Oh, whoa. Now, this was before he even wanted to be an actor. At that point in time, Johnny wanted to be a rock star. (laughs) Just going for it. Yeah, so he was struggling. He was a struggling musician at that point, and Lori introduced him to Nicolas Cage. How does she know Nicolas Cage? She's well, like, I think this was like before the times, before he, you know, before Nick was like famous. And they I were just in the think area. he's been famous for forever. I but know. Okay. So I she, guess he had to rise to fame. Yes. Yeah, so at he one point. confides in his friend Johnny that a good way to pay the bills is to be an actor. Uh, this is a damn good way to pay the bills if you're good at <laughs> if it. If you're Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> Soon book Nightmare on Elm Street and then 21 Jump Street and all of that. Holy yeah. Crap. Um, Lori and him would divorce, though, in 1985. Um, Lori would never remarry, which I found kind of sad. I know. And then Johnny went on to be romantically linked to many stars, and he was engaged at least four times. That would be hard to watch. (laughs) I mean, I guess they got divorced, though. But But it's still, I I don't know. It would be hard. So some of his most well-known relationships, Winona Ryder, he got that tattoo, that famous tattoo, Winona Forever, that when they broke up, he changed to Wino Forever. (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll get that. (laughs) I'm on board. (laughs) Wino Forever. forever. Um, He would also date Jennifer Grey of Dirty Dancing. Oh, really? Oh, really? (laughs) Baby. No one puts baby in in the corner. corner. Um, Mm -hmm. Kate Moss. And um, then Vanessa Parody. Um, so, well, not then, but like also Vanessa Parody. It's like, that's a hard one like, to follow. Yeah. Oh, no. okay. After Kate Moss. <laughs> so Lori Winona and Vanessa have all come to his defense on his most recent court trials in the UK. In the UK. So all of them have mm-hmm. s- spoken their support of him. Now, 
While dating Kate in 1994, police would be called to their hotel room 1410 at the Upper East Side Mark Hotel for a domestic dispute. When police arrived to the room, they found both Johnny and Kate sitting calmly in the living area, smoking cigarettes, surrounded by just destruction, broken glass, chairs, everything. Now, Johnny explains to the police that it was actually an angry armadillo that had been hiding in the closet, and the carnage had happened when he had tried to protect himself from the creature. (laughs) He was arrested that night. I mean, he's an actor, so... (laughs) It's also like, if you look at anything Johnny Depp, this is his type of humor. He would have thought that was the funniest thing. He's weird. Um, (laughs) So, um, yeah, he was arrested that night for criminal mischief, which would later be dropped after he paid the hotel $9,767 worth of damage. Oh my God, that's a lot of damage. It's a lot of damage. And guess what? To this day, the armadillo has still never been found. That angry armadillo (laughs) calmed itself down. (laughs) (laughs) $10,000. Now, since their breakup, I do want to say Moss and Depp have both spoken very highly of the other. So there doesn't seem to be any... Claim to that destruction. Yeah, Yeah. there doesn't seem to be like... I think, yeah, there doesn't seem to be any like animosity between the two. Gotcha. Mm. Now, Amber Heard, on the other hand. So, between 2008 to 2010, Amber Heard entered a domestic partnership with Tasha Van Rie. Now, gay marriage was not yet legal in California then, but they viewed themselves as married. Amber even legally changed her name to Amber Van Rie. Now, according to sources, they had held a private ceremony in New York in 2011 when same-sex was like marriage was legalized. Mm-hmm. However, they never made it legally official. Gotcha. Um, in September of 2009, Amber got into a heated altercation, though, with Taja at the Seattle-Tacoma International Airport. This is where she grabbed her wife and struck her. She was arrested there for misdemeanor domestic violence and appeared in court the next day where the prosecutor declined to move forward with her case as both live, women lived in California. They thought it would be too much of a hassle between state lines. All of that. So that she just gets away with it? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. There's plenty of people that commit crimes in other states and they're like, no, you did it here. You have to come back for court. Mm-hmm. We'll get this. So years later, Van Rie told People Magazine that this was an over-sensationalized event, describing the officers as quote-unquote homophobic and misogynistic. But get this funny thing. Beverly Leonard was the arresting officer, and she's, she identifies as a gay woman. Oh, so, yeah, it's not like homophobic males arrest, <laughs> making this arrest. No. So, Beverly stated that she made the arrest because an assault occurred. I witnessed it. Well, so. it did. And anyways, if you're assaulting someone in an airport, like, a million cameras saw it, too. Yeah. Like, there's evidence. Yeah. Hmm. Crazy. Now... Stephen Crowley, um, who works with Amber on the movie Never Back Down, said on his podcast, the Stephen and Jason podcast, which we'll also link um, down below if you want to listen to it. Um, he knew Amber when she was with Taja, right? He says he witnessed the blowout fights between the two of them. Um, he also said that Amber loved to party and substances were common with her, right? Yeah. But to that point, Johnny Depp has been well known throughout his career and personal life to struggle with alcohol and drugs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, when his partnership with Vanessa ended in 2012, he was very open about, quote unquote, falling off the wagon concerning his alcohol abuse at the time to numb the pain is what he said, saying that substance abuse for him has never been about partying. It's only been to numb his own emotions. Now. By that point in time, he had begun his relationship with Amber Heard. They were engaged by the spring of 2014. So it was a long, like, relationship up until the engagement, right? Yeah. It was, like, all together with their marriage, almost, like, a little over four years, I believe. So their engagement would be confirmed by Johnny's press run for Transcendence, the movie, um, where he was wearing his wife, well, soon-to-be wife, fiance's engagement ring after he said that it was too big to fit on Amber's finger. Oh, so he's wearing it? I think that's weird, right? That's bizarre. I've never seen that. To me, I'm biased, but it seems possessive in nature to me. It seems weird. I watched the interview and I was like, don't like that. No. Anyways, um, if anyone wants to know more about their trip down the aisle, (laughs) we can definitely do another video on that. Make sure to let us know because it is fascinating where all of Johnny's 
people and friends are like, please don't marry this woman. Yeah. His sister saying, please get a prenup if you are insistent on marrying this woman. Meanwhile, Amber and her friends are making the trip to his private island that he's bought, right? And they are literally fighting. Like one of them got a nickname about like punching another person in her what? party. So it's a trip. If you want to go down it, we can what do a wedding. it. <laughs> what a wedding. Uh, but like, as you mentioned, they didn't have a prenup. No, they did not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's insane for me to think about celebrities not getting a prenup. Yeah. Especially a celebrity of, at that point, I would say that's been I, divorced multiple times. Well, I would say two to Both that, of them have been in relationships that didn't that failed. Yeah. And that badly. Failed. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, yeah. they would be married in a civil ceremony on Febu- in February of 2015. So that brings us to the end of the marriage because I want to kind of go by what the public, we as a public yes. knew, and then we can backtrack. Okay. So May 27th, 2016 was Lily Rose Depp, his first child's 17th birthday. And exactly a week after Johnny's mother, Betty Sue Palmer, had died. Mm-hmm. Amber would be spotted leaving with a restraining order against her ex-husband from an L.A. courthouse. There was a bruise across her cheek that the tabloids assumed was from him. Amber alleged that she'd been physically abused by Johnny on May 21st, uh, the day after his mother had died. As she left the L.A. County Court, she was paraded right out the front of the building. Yeah, it's not like she had to walk out the front doors, but... Mm-hmm, where paparazzi swarmed her. This would be called into question at the U.K. trial as who called the paparazzi and yeah. why were you walking out the front door? Yeah. What the public didn't know was on May 23rd, Amber had already filed for divorce. At the time of their separation, Johnny owned five penthouses on the same kind of level um, in downtown LA's Eastern Columbia building. He would put these up for sale by mid-September. We're going to get into those. So we're about to enter the land of a lot of names. Are you ready, Max? Oh my God. Can we get like a whiteboard or something? (laughs) We need a handy dandy notebook. (laughs) It's like, honestly, if you get lost, please question me because they'll be lost and well, I don't no, want I'm sure you can like write it down in our <laughs> you like, start making notes make no- <laughs> I like just put up names in YouTube mm. a list a laundry list because so the reason we're about to get into all of these names for the four years of their relationship many of Amber's friends had lived and worked out of Johnny's um, five penthouses rent free in downtown LA that must be nice rent free in downtown LA in a penthouse yeah, and the marriage has started to crumble. So who's got motive to try to keep everyone? Yeah, in- yeah. yeah they're like, I don't want to be homeless. <laughs> yeah. So according to all parties involved, the reason the May 21st incident happened where Amber had alleged Johnny had assaulted her yep. was because of something that would be known as poop gate. Oh, God. <laughs> So we're going to deep dive into Poopgate next week. So tune in for that. But what you need to know about Poopgate right now is this was a huge blowout fight. <laughs> between. <laughs> <can't even. laughs> okay, um, what do I need to know about Poopgate? <laughs> um, this was a huge blowout fight between Johnny and Amber on her 30th birthday, okay? Oh my God, her 30th birthday was Poopgate. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to ring in the 30s her dirty 30 <laughs> oh no it's a mess okay so johnny was nearly two hours late for amber's 30th birthday party madness ensued 
Johnny f- ended up fleeing his own house that night to get away from Amber and his security guard that would pull up to pick him up and take him to his home in the Hollywood Hills because yes, he had multiple properties. He's like, get me out of this home. <laughs> um, the security guard that would pick him up said he took one look at his face and insisted that he take a photo of Johnny's face. Let me show oh, you whoa. Johnny's yes, face. Yes, let me see this. Um, we'll get into that next time, but I do want to show you what Johnny's face looked like when he left. Yeah. Oh, he's got a good shiner. Yeah. And it's like swollen too, like a solid. Mm-hmm. It's raised. Yeah. Like, yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that the, because the, the security guard insisted and I'm glad he did um, on taking that photo. So the next day, Amber would leave for her birthday party trip to Coachella with all of her friends. So after she left, Johnny's longtime housekeeper, Miss Hilda Vargas, who he's employed for over 30 years now at this point, would find what in the marital bed, what she believed to be human feces. Okay. Johnny, she then sent... That's horrifying. It is horrifying. She then sent a photo to Kevin Murphy. I believe, I'm not looking at my notes right now. We're going to deep dive into this next case. But what you need to know is Johnny got this photo of this feces. It was very evident that it was human feces. And at that point, he says he knew his marriage was done. Like he wanted nothing to do with this anymore. Like on purpose, like... Yeah, okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, you want to see a photo of it? Um, yeah. Okay, okay. hold on. <laughs> Let me, so a lot of people have been like, okay, I don't want to get too much in my personal life here. Um, but a lot of people have been um, talking about how her poop looks kind of wrong. It's, <laughs> very, it's very dark, but I want to say as an avid red wine drinker, your poop is very dark. So I do believe it's Amber Heard's, like, she's a heavy (laughs) wine drinker. So (laughs) I do believe. You have examined the evidence. I've examined the evidence and said, that looks like my kind of dump. I want to know what's in your Google search history if we're, like, Googling Amber Heard poop. Uh, but it's a it's a good size quality for Hilda yeah so um Amber had tried to blame this on her like five pound Yorkshire Terriers do you think that's that's, like a five pound poop that's a five pound poop yeah it's a big dump the poop that ruined Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's marriage okay yeah that would that's a big (laughs) that would do it that's That's enough poop can you imagine doing that you're 30 years old can you imagine doing that not on purpose. <laughs> Have you shot the bed recently? No, but I'm like, I'm not crossing anything off. <laughs> the possibility you might shit the bed. That is insane. Okay, well, I didn't know how much poop we were talking about. Like, I know it's a that's big, a purpose. It's a poop. log. <laughs> it's not funny because I do feel so bad for Hilda. She that's had to like, like clean that up and everything. Hilda, she probably threw burned the sheet. She's like, no. Well, never I tell mind. you, I think she waited for Kevin to come over. We're, we'll deep dive next episode, but um, yeah. So we'll get into that next episode. But yeah, she had she did have to clean that up, which is honestly disgusting that someone would leave that kind of mess. For yeah, another, no, for another I've human. never shit the bed. No, just no, like, <laughs> just to clear my name. <laughs> so. So this incident, Poopgate, would lead to a month without the couple seeing each other at all, okay? So this is according to Johnny's witness statement. I'm going to quote him right now. Soon after, I explained the incident to Ms. Hurd's father, David Hurd, by text on May 11, 2016. We've not spoken to one another since I left at 4.30 a.m. on the morning of her birthday. The argument once again brought her straight to that uncontrollable rage, and she started throwing fucking haymakers around again. I cannot allow anyone to believe that it's okay to insult me, disrespect me, and then feels as though she can apply violence to a situation that's already spinning out of control. During that time, Johnny had decided that he was going to get a divorce fucking finally, because if we do continue with this, it's a madhouse. It's out of control. Yeah. It's very out of control. And he'd already lost... already, but like it's out of control. Yeah, he'd already lost part of his finger too at this point. So we'll get into that if you want, (laughs) but... um, there's another quote from Johnny's statement I wanted to add in here. So he says, I understand the following morning, Miss Heard, or possibly one of her friends, defecated in our shared bed. On May 12, 2016, Miss Heard confessed to our estate manager, Kevin Murphy, that leaving the feces in the bed had been just a harmless prank, thereby effectively acknowledging that she had been responsible, whereas she had previously sought to blame our dogs that, we, that were both too tiny to jump in the bed nor able to leave feces like that, which was deposited on the bed. I resolved to divorce Miss Heard that day. Um, yeah, you, first you blame the dog, and then you're like, sorry. 
What's crazy sorry, not sorry. is when it would go to the UK courts, she would blame Johnny for it, which is wild to me because she slept in that bed. Yeah, he wasn't there. His, he left. His manager or his security took he him away. He left. He wasn't even there. So the story just evolves with this woman. So. And what? A, and if he left, what a weird prank. Like, you're not, one, it's not a prank. It's not, But like, yeah. if you were to play a prank, he's not even there. Yeah. Like Hilda. Hilda has to deal has with that. Has to deal with this. Yeah. But I wonder if, because he fled that night and then she knew she was leaving the next day if she thought he was going to come home to it. Do you know what I mean? I guess. But they have kind of people like, he's not like going to come home and sleep in the bed. I no. don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yuck. Gross. Um, yeah. After that, I will say concerning Hilda, um, she never went back to the house of the, the penthouses to work. She always worked at his house in the Hollywood Hills from then on out because With she him. said she felt uncomfortable around Amber. Yeah. I mean, Amber's like blaming everybody. Like yeah. I wouldn't want to be around her. Yeah. So May 21st, 2016, what I love about Amber Heard's camp's witness statements to the court initially when filing for divorce in this restraining order in May is they completely omit that poop gate happened. What they do mention is that they say Johnny became enraged about something that was utterly untrue. So that poop gate oh, that they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's what they say started this altercation between him and Amber Heard is him freaking out about poop gate. No, he left earlier. Yeah, but they I mean? say like later, like, like in, this on, is what the altercation was over their marriage, like that ruined their marriage. Yeah. So on yeah, May twenty first, he's going to return home to pack up some of his things and leave. That's what he says is mm-hmm. he's going to do. But then a- Amber says that he started to get enraged about her pooping in the bed and started making these wildly untrue accusations and getting madder and madder about it. And then that's what led to him being physically violent against her. So that's where she's going to allege see. that. Yeah. So that's where in the statements they say, um, they mention it, but they say that Johnny became enraged about something that was utterly untrue. They just, but that's the thing. So say you were in this crazy abusive marriage, right? And that your husband was making these wild fucking accusations saying like, I shit in your bed. Are you, are you crazy? Yeah. So I would have been, that would have been one of the first things I would say when I go in and make my deposition. I'd be like, you would not believe the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Like he's, he's out here saying, of, when yeah. it was my Yorkshire Terriers, are you, so yeah. that's weird to me. But anyways, so According to Camp Amber, on May 21st, 2016, Johnny had arrived to to the penthouses, drunk and high, to discuss the relationship. So they say he's inebriated, Mm -hmm. okay? Amber said that she had told her friend Rocky, whose legal name is Raquel Pennington, in case I switch around, because sometimes I do, I'm sorry. Um, She told her friend Rocky that Johnny was coming over. Now, this makes sense, because Rocky lived in the neighboring penthouse with her husband, Josh Drew, and Rocky was home with her husband at that point in time when Johnny was supposed to come over. Gotcha. So it makes sense that she would be like, like, oh, he's coming over. Yeah, Yeah. and, and also like, if you are really afraid that this man is abusive, it would make sense for you to text her and be like, Hey, if something happens, like, and I text you know that it's serious. So I, I totally get that. Um, and Rocky was worried. She said she, in her statement that she was worried about Amber and told Amber to contact her if she was needed. Mm -hmm. Now, Johnny said in his statement that Amber had been continuously trying to contact him since poop gate. So he said prior to arriving to pick up his things on May 21st, 2016, he told Amber over the phone that their relationship had not worked out and he was going to file for divorce. This sucks in Hollywood that people are telling them, telling the other person that they're getting divorced over text or over the phone or like that's, but I I mean like this is extreme, but, but, but this is like a great place to, I mean, yeah, Katy Perry and her husband, I don't know if you remember that, but he had like text her and she was about to go on stage and he was like, I'm getting a divorce from you. It's like, that's, that's the shitty. And Chriselle and the guy from whatever. I do want to note here, we've talked about this every time and we're going to be linking, um, for domestic violence as we always do whenever we talk about these cases concerning domestic violence um, between couples. Um, But if you are in an abusive situation, please don't tell the abusive partner that you are leaving them because it always leads to horrible things happen like horrible. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Anyways. And not just like this seems like exorbitant and everything else, but every case that we've looked at where the person, I mean, Tara Grant. Oh yeah. Horrible things. Yeah. Horrible things. So Johnny had texted a friend shortly before arriving to the penthouses to say that he was, quote unquote, on my way to see her and break up, dot, dot, dot. I'm all butterflies, dot, dot, dot. I hate myself. 
Johnny had brought his two security guards with him, Jerry Judge and Sean Bett. Both say Johnny was sober at the time he arrived to the penthouse. He left the two security guards outside his penthouse door. Now, they were, I believe, at penthouse three. Now, there's only one entrance to this penthouse, and it's Hmm. that one door. So Amber and her cohorts do not know that these two security guards are placed outside of it. Yes. Now, Amber and Johnny's conversation soon turned to Poopgate. Oh, God. Amber saying that Johnny was becoming increasingly more aggressive about his accusations concerning Poopgate. The couple soon called their estate manager, Kevin Murphy. And it was Johnny's estate manager, just to be more transparent. Um, They called him over speakerphone as he was the one that had told Johnny about the feces in the bed. Mm -hmm. Hilda had sent him the Mm -hmm. text. So this is from Kevin Murphy's statement. On May 21st, 2016 at 7.46 p.m., I received a telephone call from both Mr. Depp and Ms. Hurd, who were on speakerphone together. Mr. Depp told me that he was sitting there talking to Ms. Hurd and had asked that I tell Ms. Hurd what I had previously told him about the the feces incident the month before. I then relayed to Ms. Hurd again that Ms. Vargas had discovered feces on the top of the bedsheet in Mr. Depp and Ms. Hurd's bed. I also repeated that Ms. Hurd had admitted that she was responsible for what she referred to as, quote unquote, a harmless prank. Ms. Hurd yelled at me and called me a fucking liar multiple times. I asked her to stop yelling and swearing at me and overheard Mr. Depp in the background saying, please don't speak to him that way. Be respectful. I then heard Mr. Depp say that he couldn't do this anymore and wanted a divorce. When Ms. Hurd would not stop yelling, I hung up the telephone. I received multiple additional calls from that same number in the minutes that followed, and I did not answer them. Kevin Murphy would later say in his statement, I did not see Mr. Depp that night, but during our conversations, he was sober, lucid, and calm, and seemed tired or sad. He did not appear to be angry. Well, yeah, I mean, Kevin's just trying to, like, manage properties. He's not trying to get involved in (laughs) poop gate. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, you guys sort it out. Like, I already told you, we found the poop, like... In Kevin's statement later, I didn't include it because I felt like it'd be too long, but here we are. We're, we're just in this today. Um, <laughs> he would later say that Johnny had called him to apologize for including him in his marital issues because they were his and Amber's marital issues. Makes sense, but Amber's not like fessing up. So he's mm-hmm. like, Kevin, tell us what you saw. Tell us what's going on. Yes. Yeah. So Amber would say in her witness statement that she never fessed up, that she put the feces in the bed. She's still blaming the dogs at this point. Now, oh my God, blame your friends. Don't blame the dogs. It's a Yorkshire. It's poor dog. No, just don't blame your friends. But like, just what? Like, it's not a dog. No, it's not. Oh, man. So Amber then says she became worried for her safety because Johnny's getting more aggressive. So she texts her friend Rocky to come over. In the meantime, Amber said that Johnny insisted that they call another friend of theirs, I.O. Tillett Wright. So just a disclaimer here, IO is trans and he goes by he. So at this point in time, like when they were making their statements, he he was going by she, but I'm going to refer to him as his preferred pronouns from now on in this episode. So just to be aware of that. Um, So according to Amber at that point in time, Johnny was now making crazy accusations that IO had been the culprit, which didn't make sense on many reasons because IO was actually not in LA when the feces was left. Oh, they they weren't on that. He wasn't on that. On he that wasn't trip. there. He went to Coachella, but he, he met, met them, them at there. Coachella. He was yeah. the people were in the bed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's weird that like she would say that Johnny was saying that he had like shit in the. It, it's, none of it makes sense to me, it especially since sense. he had been at the birthday party the night before Johnny had. So he would have known who all was kind of there. He probably would have known the plans for the next day. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Anyways. Meanwhile, Johnny says well, on the other I could clear his name anyways because he'd be like, no, my flight went to Coachella. I wasn't there. Yeah, and he said that so, in his statement Exactly. Too. He'd be mm-hmm. like, it wasn't me. It wasn't him. Yeah. And he, he did say that like, it was crazy. We'll get into that in a second. But rude. I know. Yeah. So meanwhile, Johnny says that he didn't insist on calling IO at all. He was going upstairs to gather his things like he said he was doing. He was just there to get his shit and get yeah. out. Right. So. But he said downstairs he could hear Amber talking in mocking tones to I.O. over the phone about Poopgate. So he says when he came downstairs, he took the phone away from Amber and said something to the effect of, you got what you want, you can have her, I don't care, it's over. I find this very interesting, as I.O. at one point in time had lived with a couple in those penthouses. 
but he had been asked to move out after quote unquote crossing boundaries. Oh yeah, that's not good. No. Now Amber, on the other hand, doesn't say any of this happens. She said that, you know, but there's the security guards. Remember? Yeah. They're outside though. They've heard some. Yeah. So Amber says that Johnny like, had been downstairs with her this entire time, right? He's making these wild accusations against IO. So they've called IO and IO hearing these wild accusations laughs. And then that's when she says, she, Amber says that Johnny like started going ballistic at this point. So Amber says that Johnny grabbed the phone from Amber. So not just took the phone, but grabbed it like violently from her and then wielded it back like a baseball player would in the movies. This is a literal quote from her Mm -hmm. and then chucked it at her face full force. Okay. Then says that he came over and started grabbing her and like, anyways, I'm going to get into that. So this is a quote from Amber's statement. She says, I covered my face and I was crying with pain. I told Johnny that he had hit me in the face He started yelling at me, saying that he wanted to see my eye and how hard he had hit me. He said, what if I pulled your hair back and charged at me, grabbing my hair and started yanking and jerking my head around. As I tried to get up from the sofa, he was slapping me and shaking me. I called out, call 911, hoping that IO might still be on speakerphone and would hear me. I was screaming. At this point, Rocky came into the apartment and managed to get free from him. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. So. That's Amber's testimony. Yes. If you would amuse me for a moment, I would like to play you the 911 audio. I do want to hear this. <laughs> From this noise. Um, this is supposedly IO, although this has been called into question as to whether this was IO speaking. So it really? might have Can't been they Rocky. Have, don't they have cell phone records? Oh, because they don't so know who's speaking. So they do Got have a, a record of IO calling 911 at least once, but we'll find out that 911 was called at least twice. Gotcha. So, okay. So Rocky's around. How did Rocky get in the apartment past security? Oh, we'll get into that. Oh, okay. Okay, okay here we go. Thing at 849 Broadway at the Eastern Building 20, in Penthouse 3. and 37 seconds. Okay, are you there right now, ma'am? No, I'm downstairs. Okay, and I'm sorry, 20, you said 840, was it not just South Broadway? 47 uh, I don't know, it's the Eastern Building, downtown LA. 20, 27, and 57 right, seconds. Because it's coming up in different areas, I, I, we have to be sure. Um, 20, somebody was being physically assaulted? Yeah. Seven seconds. Who? A woman. Who was hurting her? A man. Is that her boyfriend? 20, 20, I, a man. That's all I know. 17 seconds. Did you witness it? No, I happen to know that it's happening, and I just need to remain anonymous. Okay, you can remain anonymous, then, but I have to be certain what's going on. How do you know this is going on, though? Uh, She told me. Oh, okay, so this is a friend of yours? Yes. Okay, so what did she say, that this guy was assaulted her or hit her? Physically assaulting her, yes. Okay, but this isn't a boyfriend or anything like that? Yes, it could be, yes. Okay, is it her boyfriend, yes or no? Yes. Okay. All right, hold on. Are you between 8th and 9th Street in downtown? Okay, exactly. Okay, and I'm sorry, what was the suite number? Penthouse 3. Penthouse 3, okay. And you want it to be anonymous, right? Yes, and 0, 7 seconds. And uh, your friend, did she relay this information to you via text or were you talking to her? 20, 20, 9, and 17 seconds. What's her name? 
May 20, Her name, 2, Amber. 2016. That's 20, all I can tell you. I have to go. And okay, well, that's all we have, seconds. and we can't talk to her. There's not much we can do. We'll what do you mean there's... Send somebody up, please. I'm going to send someone send someone up, ma'am, but, you know, if we get up there and she denies it or... 20, okay, 20, okay. Okay, just so you know, okay? So we're coming out there. Okay, that's kind of a shit friend. I'm sorry. If you were getting beaten by a man, I'd be like, it's Danny and she's here and go help her and this and I'd be like, handing over. I'm sorry. I'd be like, it's going to be public, but if you're getting, if you're about to get murdered because you're getting abused, like, I'd be like, here. If I'm fearing, so Amber would go on to allege that she feared for her life several times. Exactly. And the relationship with Johnny. So if you are privy to this knowledge, if you know that your friend, because Rocky will say in several witness statements that yes, she was privy to the fact that, or Rocky and Io as well, they all say that they weren't, they were aware that this violence was going on and that it was this bad. So why are you so uncaring? She's like, I want to remain anonymous. I don't want to be part of this. I'm downstairs. How'd she tell you? Oh, she... Uh, she said, talk, because the um, operator asked her, to, or the... Um, how did she tell how her? She how tell did you? she tell you? Text or talk. Yeah. She's like, talk. And she's like, well, then if you can't tell me any more details, we'll just send somebody over. Like, Yeah, it's and, fishy to And me. Rocky's like, well, I got to go. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I understand with celebrities, there's NDAs and all of that. But seriously, if you really feared that your friend's life was in danger, I don't care who you are. You wouldn't... And like, and obviously the NDA doesn't matter at that point because you're calling 911, you're getting them help. So if you, you got sued for someone's saving someone's life, then I guess like, so be it. Mm. I don't know. Especially someone that you but profess she, to care I'm about. I'm sorry that I know this is pure speculation, probably she, slander. Because I feel like, I feel like this was Rocky calling and not IO calling too. Like that's why I shouldn't have like, because I immediately she said she's downstairs. Rocky. Is so IO yeah, downstairs? Yeah, IO's not downstairs. Sense. Yeah. So. I mean, Io, I guess, could be anywhere, but like Rocky lives in the building. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's now at this point that Rocky arrives, letting herself into the apartment as she has keys to it. This is according to Amber, so that Amber can escape Johnny's grasp, right? But Rocky said when she came into the apartment, Johnny wasn't anywhere near Amber. Weird. So, this is a quote from Rocky's statement. Johnny was in the space between the end of the kitchen island and the living room at the bottom of the stairs. Amber was in the living room on the other side of the coffee table by the couch. Amber was holding her face and her head in her hands as Johnny was screaming at her. They were about 12 feet apart. Now, neither Amber nor Rocky knew Johnny's security were at the door. His team, according to them, didn't let anyone inside the penthouse during this time. And there's one entrance. So how did Rocky get in? So Johnny believes that Rocky was hiding in the fucking coat closet. Oh, my God. So she was in there the whole time? And she says she's downstairs if if she's the one that's calling? Yeah, like none of it makes any sense. But here's the thing. I don't know when the time frame was because they are kind of wishy-washy. All of them are on like the times of everything. So I don't know if the call was made after the fact. You know, when Johnny left. Yeah, because Johnny leaves shortly after this. But like... No, she says she's getting beat by somebody or like that her boyfriend's there. Like you need to send someone now. They're in danger now. Yeah. And Rocky was saying she was downstairs, so that wouldn't make sense. So she like calls after and is like, "Hey, something ha- just happened." Yeah, go take a report. No, she's like, "It's happening." So the whole thing is just weird. Um, yeah. So, and if Amber had Rocky hiding in a coat closet, then she knew that something was about to go down. Like, I don't know. It, it sounds like super premeditated too. That's like, what I'm saying. Like you're like, yeah. So yeah. Anyways. And when she entered, too, she was screaming, like, don't hit me, like Amber was. And that's the funny thing. So Johnny's team, and we'll get into it, they um, start to, like, talk about what Amber was saying when when they come in, like, what she was verbally saying. But with, excuse me, Rocky's statement, Rocky's, like, um, they were 12 feet apart, and Johnny was screaming at her. Like, there's no particulars, you know, to that. Yeah. Right? So, anyways. 
Um, and also to that point, say, say for whatever reason, the security team didn't catch her. Maybe they went out for a smoke break, whatever. Right. Okay. Say they didn't catch Rocky coming in. Why the fuck? If you are terrified that this 200 pound man is abusing a 120 pound woman and she, this has been like a recorded event over a long time. Right. Why would you not have brought your husband, Josh Drew, when he was at home Rocky's going to go like break it up. Yeah. Like this, this other small woman is going to come in and like, like yeah. you would bring your husband or anyone that was with you with you. And to be fair, they had a friend with them too. So they could have brought yeah. like everyone over. So yeah. why, why would you just have gone by yourself if you honestly feared this man and you feared for your friend's safety? Right. <laughs> so anyways, meanwhile, Johnny says he merely tossed the phone at the couch. And that was when Amber started to scream. He had hit her. So his security team that were posted outside started to hear raised voices. They said, it was mainly Amber's raised voice, both um, Sean Bett and Jerry Judge. And they entered the apartment where they testified almost the same as Rocky had, that Johnny was about 10 feet away from where Amber was as they entered. And according to them, when they walked in, Amber looked totally shocked to see them. Oh, shit. She's like, no, you're here. Your team's here. She immediately switched to telling Johnny to stop hitting her. And Jerry, she then said to Jerry, Jerry, if he hits me one more time, I'm calling 911. Sure. Yeah. It's at this point that Johnny and his security team remove themselves from the premises, they say. They do say they stopped into one other penthouse where they realized that Raquel was running this bead business out of, like, Johnny didn't even know these people were doing all of this out of his penthouses. He had right. just gotten back from a tour, I believe, with the Hollywood vampires at that point in time. Huh. So he'd, he'd been, like, out. You know? Yeah, and he has and, this many properties and property managers and yeah, other people to take care of these things. So. Exactly. And so he comes back, he sees that this bead business is being run out of his apartment, and he tells there was another girl there, as I said, the friend of like Rocky and, and Josh, and he said, get the fuck out of my house. Like He said something to that. Said, sure. You know what? Like <laughs> you, don't, you don't live here. Yeah, get out. So anyways, so Rocky and Amber then go on to say in their witness statements, that Johnny assaulted Rocky before his security team came in when Rocky had tried to protectively cover her friend, okay? He had, like, grabbed her arm, like, moved her back, right? Um, They also say that he trashed part of the penthouses, especially where Amber kept her items and where Rocky was running her bead business out of, okay? And whose testimony is this again? This is Rocky and Amber's, so... So Rocky's alleging that she got abused or like yes. was assaulted? Yeah, that he like had grabbed her arms okay. and like pulled her away from, from Amber. Sorry, I'm hitting you guys. Um, and um, they said that even though they would set up successfully the next day to run Raquel's um, bead business. Yeah, um, they say that the whole place was like totally trash. And there is photos. Let me show you the photos yeah. that they took. So this is kind of the property damage they said would happen. Okay. Um, so there's wine. This is in the hallway. There's, there's wine in the hallway. They said there was smashed glass there too. You can kind of see the smashed glass. This is kind of inside the apartment. They said photo frames were like damaged and everything. He'd kicked a hole in a door, they said. So it's pretty, it I looks mean, bad. If, but isn't Rocky at the other uh, penthouse three? So they're at penthouse three, all of them together, but Rocky and Josh are in the neighboring penthouse. Like that's, that's their home kind of thing. But it's not their home. It's Johnny's home. It's Johnny's home. Johnny owns that and pays for it in in totality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, legally, isn't it his home? He can go in and do whatever he wants. Exactly. But to that point, I don't think he did any of this. We're going to get into that. Sure, sure. So... Um, Rocky and Amber would say that he had smashed a wine glass and taken a magnum size. Now, magnum size, note that for everything, because Amber and some of her friends and all their witness statements, they keep talking about these magnum size bottles. Every fucking time there's an incident, Johnny's swinging around a magnum size bottle of something. So I just find that funny. That's a lot of money, but also, um, a magnum size bottle is actually very, 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 very big. Do you yeah. know what it is? No, I don't. Actually. Okay, Google how big a magnum size bottle is because what I know about magnum size bottles, this is what I know about wine. It's huge. Really? <laughs> it's like one of those like that you so see you, on display at like a huge like at a Well, then you'd think there'd be more damage than this. A huge like a magnum is huge. Magnums are like what you pay like if this is $50 amount. A magnum's like $300 and it's huge. It's like for when you throw like a party. It's a 15 liter. Oh shit. Like 15 liters is huge. Yeah. Wow. This is 750 mil, just so we know. 
So everything Johnny ever smashes is with a man. <laughs> it's not funny. Um, but yeah, according to Amber and her cohorts. So I don't get it. Yeah, that doesn't make sense either. to me. But especially when you look at the damages, because it's not. I mean, it's it's you can see it. If you're swinging a magnum, you're making holes in the fucking walls, right? You're like, yeah, really doing some damage. Yeah. So after the assault took place, the alleged assault, um, Rocky and Amber would take those photos. So this is immediately after the assault. She would say that that red spotch there was like where she'd been hit, you know, in the eye with that. So that cell phone. Right. But there's no evidence of him grabbing her hair or any bruises to him hitting her in the head. Like she claimed it happened. It's interesting. Also, I do want it noted with the UK courts, most of Amber's photos that she would submit with injuries would say edited on them and there would be filters on them. She's filtering her, um, her evidence, her evidence photos. Yeah. So she's either extremely vain, which I think she is, but she's either or like, yeah, like making something. Yeah. Into nothing. Look, yeah. Yeah. yeah, That was nothing into something. Exacerbating things. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, Sorry, that's not the right word. Exaggerating things. What I find interesting, you saw the damage photos. Raquel would swear in her witness statement, or Rocky, sorry, um, would swear in her witness statement that they didn't have enough time to clean up before the police arrived. So everything, and, and the hallway, in the hallway, there's like glass and, and wine, and they didn't have enough time to clean up. So police arrived to the scene. Get this, LAPD officers would report no evidence of a domestic violence incident had taken place that day. There were two sets of officers that would respond the night that IO, quote unquote, called twice. Two of these officers were trained in domestic violence. I'm sure that they would make note if there was broken glass and wine spills and yeah. Yeah. Beads everywhere, like property destruction. Yes. So Melissa Sainez and Tyler Hayden were the first um, set of officers to arrive. I just want it noted because that their statements noted just because the later officers would arrive later. I don't know if they had enough time to clean up before then, but these officers would say there was no sign of struggle and no sign of injury to Amber. Um, those photos, just to clarify, because I know if we can put them up, we will. Like mm-hmm. that's clear sign of injury. They would have noticed if her whole face was like. Yeah. What's interesting to me. So this is crazy to me. So Amber did not make a police report that day at all. She told them that there was nothing wrong and that she was not injured and she refused medical treatment. Amber would later say in her statements that police had said something to her face. None of the four, like about her face, none of the four officers that responded to that penthouse made any statement saying they'd seen anything on Amber Heard's face. Um, and okay, let me just say like as a mandated reporter for like, um, doctors, police, like anybody that's noting anything, they put it in their notes, even if they think it's wrong. Even if she's like, Oh, I didn't get her. If she was, if she was really abused and she's scared for her life and she's like, Nope, nothing happened. I'm like, it's fine. Everything's good. They would still make note like, um, that she had bruising and that there was property damage. And they'd be like, this does not add up. I'm sorry. But they would say, okay, well, that's fine if you're refusing medical treatment, but they would note that she has bruising. Well, it's interesting you say that because I'm kind of jumping a little bit. This is just a little side tangent. But in um, August of 2015, when Amber visited Johnny Depp in Australia, she would claim it was a whole hostage incident where she couldn't get out of the house for three straight days, okay? Um, And in that incident, she wouldn't ever go to the hospital, even though she says she was beaten within an inch of her life. Johnny was the one to go to the hospital and Johnny had the tip of his middle finger severed. Okay. He goes to the hospital and he tells the doctor there, he says, I caught my hand in the door. Like, I don't know what happened. Mm -hmm. Okay. The doctor made note that I know this isn't what happened. Yeah. But they're like, there's not a door slamming injury, but there's only so much he can do. He said he asked several times. Johnny insisted it was the door. So he, you know, was like, yeah, well, I mean, the police were like, this was not an armadillo earlier. Like, yeah. Yeah, like they're like, okay, <laughs> this but was like one of the two of you and we're going to take Johnny sense. in because we think it was him. Yeah. yeah. No, it makes sense. Yeah. So, um, Amber would also say that she didn't file as she knew this would be an international media storm that she just wasn't ready for. However, there is a couple of Camp Amber that would disagree with what she said happened that evening. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I know for myself, since transitioning to a working from home environment, the importance of taking care of your own mental health. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. 
Now, it's not a crisis line and it's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. The service is available for clients worldwide, and you can log into your account anytime, day or night, to message your therapist. It's more affordable than traditional in-person therapy, and financial aid is available. You can visit their website and read other clients' testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com ITT, that's better, H-E-L-P, and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And for listeners of Innocent Till Tipsy, you can go to their website and get an additional 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash ITT. That's betterhelp.com slash ITT. So Max is going to pour us more wine. We're going to get into part two and the next part. Um, it's going to be released tomorrow, so worry not. We're going to talk about the days following this, the filing, everything that has to do um, with kind of the dissolution of the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp marriage. You're going to want to tune in because we definitely look at text messages between Paige Heard and Johnny Depp, and that's Amber's mom. So it's it's okay, pretty Not wild. everyone gets along with their mom, but yes, but I'm yeah. so... Like, there's so much. There's so much, yeah. And obviously, it's not covered in the tabloids. There's so much in the court documents. For some reason, it's not covered in the tabloids. Anyways, we will see you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Cheers. Cheers. A Huda Media Production.